Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. Chucky's on 106.7 The Fan. We're live on CSN. John Feinstein, best-selling author, joins us at 8. Mike Jones in the Washington Post on Redskins training camp at 8.20. Dan Kolko to talk some nationals at 9 o'clock. And, of course, Skippy at 9.40. Plus your chance to win Guns N' Roses tickets coming up in about 20 minutes. I just heard the medley. This one is for, in my opinion, it's the hardest of the, is this the third medley we've done for GNR ticks? Uh, fourth. 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 Okay, this is the most difficult. You're really going to have to be a fan to get this one, in my opinion. This one will be well-deserved. So That's coming up at 740. All right, but we wanted to get into the back and forth between Tom Lavero and Grant Paulson. Of course, you can listen to Grant Danny from 10 till 2 each day. Those are our boys. They have harped a lot about Dusty Baker's lineup construction, in particular since Trey Turner went down with injury. So you lost your leadoff guy. I think they were anti-putting Michael Taylor there first. Mm -hmm. But since then, Michael Taylor's gone. Now you've got Goodwin there as a leadoff hitter. And they're really uh, anti-Defoe, who, of course, is having a great month at Mm -hmm. 390, as Cakes mentioned, um, batting number two. And they talked about it a lot on the show. Grant went to talk to Dusty Baker about it. Dusty kind of skirted the issue, said really that he likes to have Rendon protecting Murphy. Right. And when Grant said, well, can you just move them all up in the order? Dusty skirted the issue, didn't really answer it. I don't know where I totally fall. Like I kind of, I look, I understand they're scoring a ton of runs. Their offense is rolling. And yesterday in particular with all the home runs, it's hard to argue the results, but I can understand the, the sentiment that Grand Danny have in terms of the analytics. Mm-hmm. That's on their side. But here's how uh, well, Tom Lavero felt let about it. Let me just it. say this real quick. Um, and we had Grant on the show yesterday in the studio, and we talked about it. Mm-hmm. I, I feel kind of the same way you do, JP. I just feel like that's not the biggest issue on this team. Their lineup is fine. They're not losing games because of their lineup. Maybe Grant would disagree with me. But, you know, they're nearly 25 games over 500 with this lineup. And maybe, and I haven't looked at the numbers like those guys have, but when Rendon hits behind Murphy, maybe Murph's numbers are 340 with a 394 on base percentage and almost 600 slugging. Having a great year. Or because he's got a really good hitter behind him protecting him. So maybe his numbers would be down a little bit. But um, now in the playoffs, in a small series, small sample size, short series, yes, I would like to have... Rendon get maximum number of a bats. Move them up in the order. So I wouldn't have a problem with Dusty going Rendon in the two-hole in the playoffs. But right now, I mean, they're killing the ball. They're probably the best lineup in baseball. Some would argue that it's Houston. But I, I would take Washington's lineup over Houston's right now. But it's not unheard of to move, like, let's say, a traditional number three hitter. The way we grew up, best hitter was always batting number three. Mm-hmm. And your most powerful hitter was your cleanup hitter. That's not unheard of. Don't the Cubs bat Chris Bryant, too? 
Yeah, and they batted Anthony Rizzo lead off for a while. Right. I think he's out of that spot now. Mike Trout bats two with the Angels. Right. I get it. It's just a difference in philosophy. Right. I, I'm just kind of old school that way, and I'd like to have my best hitter in the three hole. But again, in the playoffs, I could see where Danny's argument would be legit, and I would probably hit Rendon higher. But right now, I just don't have a problem with it. All right. So here's the back and forth that it's funny. Like, if you're not involved in the radio fight, and we're friends with everybody here involved. Okay, we like everybody involved. It is kind of fun just to hear the back and forth. I like the sniping. Yeah, and I didn't hear any of this yesterday. So this is how it opens when Grant calls. And so All right, hold on. So so Tom was on Chad Chad. Yes, he was in studio. After the game. After the game. After the game in studio. Okay, I got you. After an eight home run game. Co hosting (laughs) with Chad. By the way, I saw Chad tweet a picture. You can follow him at Chad Dukes of the traffic he had to deal with because Jason was saying how Chad was getting hooked with the day of baseball game, right? right. Oh, so no, no, I said Grant and Danny were. Okay, Grant and Danny were. Yeah. But Chad, he comes on after. Now he gets hooked in a sense of total time. He's on less air. time on the air, although he doesn't mind. Oh, he loves it. Air. He would do a 10-hour show if he could. But he got whored because I guess he was on the road at 220. Well, now all of a sudden you're dealing with, sadly, early rush hour traffic oh, yeah, in he, D.C. Well, he tweeted, this is 16 hours ago. This is the nightmare of getting off of, is it? 295 or 395 onto South Capitol heading towards our building. Right. It's a freaking nightmare. It e- it even starts backing up at 520 in the morning when there's no there's nobody out of the road. Yet it still starts backing up. Valdez just said something in my ear. Valdez, what did you say? I said, let's play this because he doesn't want to talk about your tra- the traffic issue. because there's there's a lot to digest here. All right. Tom, what did I do wrong exactly? What did you do wrong? I mean, what are we talking about? What did you do wrong? My point is that you guys don't have all the information. You don't have all. You I have no you, problem with that. You okay. said I shouldn't have talked to Dusty in no, the press conference. No, I didn't. You don't have no, all the information. No, I didn't say that. What I said was I wouldn't have, if it was me, I wouldn't have right? debated Dusty in a press conference. I, okay, I, would, I heard I would Chad ta- say that you said I shouldn't have done that no, or that you no. didn't, you didn't what, think I, it was the right no, thing No, no, no. I give you credit for going over there and, and bringing it up at a press conference. By the way, I don't feel that Grant debated him. Grant actually could have followed up, I think, a little more viciously when Dusty essentially filibustered and didn't answer the question about moving everybody up in the order. Mm-hmm. Because what Dusty did is he just moved on and basically said, well, when Trey Turner and Jason Worth come back, then you're going to have one, right. one, two. That and again, Dusty might be old school where he wants his best hitter, which is Bryce Harper. Some would argue Murph, but... Harper is having an unbelievable year. He's probably their best hitter. They would he would rather have him in the three hole. Right. And right now they have that lefty righty lefty righty going. Correct. All right. So can we hear more? Do you hey. think I was disrespectful? I thought I was very respectful I, look, and I, showed I, good tact with him. It, it became about you. Is that right? I I don't think it did. No, I don't think it did. Well, I I I'm, I think, I think I you're in denial if you, I think you're in denial if you if you don't think it became about you. I think it did. And you, okay, n- you well, never I want think that. I answered the question he asked me. Yeah, he the, asked the manager me, shouldn't be asking you questions in, in a well, press he conference. Told you. you tell Dusty that. <laughs> he told he asked who should be hitting second. I answered the question. I said you can move it. I, I would hit Anthony Rendon second. Okay, who would protect Murphy? Why don't you move them all up? He's asking me a question. You've been in press conferences a lot. That's yeah. not that abnormal, by the way. Oh. Mike Shanahan would do that in every press conference when someone would question anything that he did. He would come right back at you and, and try to essentially put you in your place. And, and he welcomed that dialogue. I understand that. And the answer is, I'm not the manager. I'm asking you. 
which is essentially what I said. I said, and I quote, I don't know if you actually heard the clip. It doesn't sound like you have. I, I said to him at that time, you're the manager. You're smarter than me. I'm asking for you to coach me up and give me information on this. I said those words. Okay. Again, but, I mean, we're talking about your performance right now at the press conference. In part, the story has become about you guys. Uh, right, but I don't. I, I didn't ask for that, and I don't think I did anything to warrant that. I don't know why it has. I mean, I, I don't think it's become that way in baseball circles, has it? What What's baseball circles? What does that mean? Well, Jeff Passan, a national writer today, was, was talking about this. He didn't mention me. F.P. Santangelo on the broadcast last night was talking about this. He didn't mention me. Dan Steinberg, who critiques the media in town, is the only guy I've seen that's written my name anywhere. Other than the guy who writes stories about how the media covers things, the telecasts, the, the, the radio, I don't think anybody's mentioned my name necessarily. Our radio station is. Uh, I work there, I guess. I mean, I don't think that anyone else seems to really care w- whether or not my name came up or not, and I, I don't either. But again, I actually think you, you are largely correct on this. The press conference was not the best place to do that. I think I was put in a bad situation. But the idea that I should have done something differently, I'll disagree with you on. So I should have gone to the press conference Asked him a question I already knew the answer to, which was, are you thinking about moving Anthony Rendon up? His answer was, who should I hit second? And then I should have just said, well, oh, that's up to you, Dusty. And that would have somehow benefited anybody. I, I don't know why I would have done that. Well, I don't know how this benefited anybody at this point, except except maybe you. Oh, geez. <laughs> Tom, was, he was Rick. They're going back and forth. It's it's a good radio debate. Hey, it benefited us because I like to radio play it. Insider. Certainly, I'll just defend Grant in this way. So Grant did say when he we had him on the show yesterday, he he did say that he tried to go through. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. He tried to go through Nat's PR to get a one on one with with Dusty. He, like yeah, a five and, minute, and Grant and Grant explained that, himself. and they're not going to give him that access right. to Dusty. So the only way to get his question in there was to go to the press. That's conference. his only yeah. forum and in Tom, to do and in, it. Uh, correct. Yeah, and in Tom's defense, that. He didn't know the whole process in which Grant went to Dusty. Right. That was he did, yeah, he didn't know that he tried to reach to out one to him right. one, and he didn't do know it one-on-one. the on dynamics one. behind right. the scenes. And about- Nat's PR gave him the Heisman on then. They said, if you want to ask him a question, come to the Daily Presser. So that was the only way Dan- Grant was going to get the question in. So I'm going to defend Grant there. Now, I disagree with Grant that it's a big deal. I mean, he thinks that you know it's killing the team. It's the worst move ever not to have Rendon in the two-hole. But Grant did say he's he is right. He doesn't have all the information. I think I'm I answering your question. It's possible that Rendon went to Dusty. Said I'd rather hit in the six hole. And I, I I don't think Grant realizes that that it's the bitterness that like Dusty had, and then I guess what Tom is having is that Grant Grant's questioning kind of came off as condescending towards the manager of a team mm-hmm. who has a number one off- uh, offense in the MLB. True, but I will defend Grant with he really wasn't inserting himself in the story. Now, we on the radio have fun bringing it up. Like I disagree with Tom Lavero's point that Grant was making it all about him. Grant went there and asked a question. Then Dusty says, well, what would you do? So he answered. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have. I would have answered right. too. He's not making it about him. There was a now, you know, if you want to make some like meta argument that Grant knew that it would end up that way, well, maybe so, but I don't think that's the case. I think that he just went over there to ask the question because they have talked about it a lot on their show. Yeah. Tom got bitter. 
Tom did. Look, it's granted. Now, Tom did have a good response when he said, well, you could answer, I'm not the manager, tell me what you would do. So you well, could. Grant said he probably should have said it that way. Right. All right. But he, t- he didn't purposely you know, try and make this a huge story outside of the one question. He wasn't. That wasn't his intention. The only way to get that answer out of Dusty was to go to that daily press conference. Now, Grant may be wrong on the deal. Who knows? It's his opinion. If Grant was managing the Nats, Rendon would be hitting two. Um, or maybe he's even leading off. Who knows? Dusty has a different philosophy. Yes, Jeff. I think Tom was saying that when Grant was making about him was the continued back and forth. When Tom says, when I've been to press conferences, you ask your question, and if you have a fault, if you have more than you don't like his answer, you want more, you pull him aside afterwards or something like that. Now, he, it sounds right, like, well, now well, to defend Grant there, it sounds like the, the Nats are not willing to let Grant just pull him aside for two or three minutes after the presser is done. Yeah. So, like, if you want if you want to follow up to your initial question. you got to get it in. But right you there. have to get it in during the, the body of the press conference, but, right? But, yeah. But, but, if you're the Nat, but if you're the Nats, are you really going to grant a one-on-one with a person who is hammering a, hammering a first-place team and a number-one offensive team about the lineup? I don't know. I don't know how that works in other cities. Maybe the other cities give access to one-on-ones. I, I have yeah, no I idea know. how that works. Maybe it's just Dusty's deal. Um, but like Lavero is a grizzled vet. I mean, he's a he's been covering teams and going to press conferences forever. Twenty-five years. That's just the way he would do it. I mean, it's just you know, Grant's younger and wants the answer out of Dusty, and he tried to get it. In the end, there's an argument to be said for moving Rendon up or moving the guys up in the order. But we had Mike Rizzo on the show on Wednesday, and Steinberg referenced this in the Washington Post. And Dusty and the organization right now, they see Rendon as more of a run producer Mm -hmm. than a run scorer. He's a guy who drives in runs, and look how successful he's been driving in runs. So if you move him to the number two spot, you're not going to drive in as many runs, and you're not protecting Daniel Murphy. So that's where they've decided to keep him. And it's been working. There's analytics on both sides. Right, Cakesy? Yes, Dusty is not a big analytics guy, and Jeeps and Danny and clearly when I, are. And when I have my one-on-one conversation with Mike Rizzo today, yes. off the wreck, I'm going to ask him that, and he's going to give me the true answer. And I'm not going to tell anybody. That's what off the record means. Correct, though. Because if you started yapping and telling everybody, you would never have another lunch with Mike Rizzo ever again. Yeah, you would hate me. He, he would kick you right out, out of the front door. He probably would cancel his deal that comes on on Wednesdays. Yeah, exactly. It's not worth it. You're not going to betray somebody's trust. But again, you know, when the Nats score, and I understand it's an outlier, but when the Nats score 15 runs and pound out eight homers, five in one inning, and Defoe hits one of them and drives in, uh, you know, well, actually, he only won RBI, but he scored twice. And on top of that, Goodwin was three for five. So the top two guys were five for ten yesterday and both hit bombs. So today the argument looks flimsy. But big picture, you're right. Maybe, uh, you know, it's just, again, it's Grant's decision. It's his opinion that um, that Rendon should be hitting two. Well, he would just say it's math. Better hitters should be hitting mm-hmm. higher up in the order because they get more at-bats. What you're saying is the Nationals are the second highest scoring team in Major League Baseball with 563 runs. Only the Houston Astros have more. What I would counter with is you could always be better. And would that lead to a couple more wins? We'll never know because it's all kind of hypothetical. Maybe, maybe not. Happened. If Rendon was hitting two, they could have lost games because of it. Who knows? We that don't know. True. We just don't know. 
And right now, I don't think it's a big deal. In the playoffs, I probably would move him up. No. And it's just fun to listen to back and forth that doesn't involve the junkies. Just Tom Lavero and Grant. And then I think Danny well, called in afterwards. So, uh, oh, he did? Do we have that? I heard Danny with, with Tom. Danny called in before Grant. Oh, he so was there was before. no follow-up to what they said. Was that, okay. was that audio good? Is that worth playing? Yeah. No, it's, it's well, contentious. Just contentious. They're just, you know. Can I hear a piece of it? You got to give us a second here. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you had it available. Well, I do know that coming up in a few minutes, here's going to be your final chance to win the Guns N' Roses tickets. Mm-hmm. And we have tickets to go see Roger Waters next week at the Verizon Center. You can call in now at 800-636-1067. We'll have a couple medleys. You identify the songs. You'll go to the shows. We'll come back, maybe play that audio, and then we'll play the medley. And then, of course, get John Feinstein at 8. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 